Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 8th of March, 2021. Goldman Sachs have announced they plan to reopen their crypto trading desk, dealing Bitcoin futures and non-deliverable forwards for clients. The last time that Goldman announced that they were going to set up a crypto trading desk was back in 2018, just before prices collapsed. So, of course, the inevitable question is, is the high being called again? Given the activity that's currently happening in DeFi and NFTs, it does seem unlikely at present. And on the subject of NFTs, Jack Dorsey, co-founder and CEO of Twitter, has listed a blockchain version of his first ever tweet. Listed on Sense Valuables platform, it enables people to actually put their tweets for the bidding on the platform, uh, which creates a version of the tweet on the blockchain that can then be assigned ownership to someone. So at the time of recording this listing for Jack Dorsey's first ever tweet is the bidding's currently at two and a half million. PayPal CEO Dan Schulman has also said that they plan to have much bolder plans for crypto beyond just buying and holding assets for their users and plan to create more of an ecosystem to actually support blockchain. But it's quite experimental at this point in time, but expect to see some big things from them in the future. The Ripple chairman Chris Larson has written to the SEC court requesting that the SEC dismiss their lawsuit alleging alleging securities violation. In December of 2020, the SEC sued Ripple over unlicensed security offerings. And Larson claims that the SEC cannot substantiate these claims. This has had a significant effect on Ripple's crypto, cryptocurrency uh, XRP, um, which has now dropped in terms of market capitalization to number six behind Binance's coin, Cardano's Arda and uh, Polkadot's DOT token. And additionally, venues such as Coinbase are no longer listing a Ripple token for trading. John McAfee has also been charged again, this time with crypto fraud, alleging that he made 13 million from his uh, coin of the day or coin of the week uh, schemes that he used to run during late 2017 and early 2018, where he'd promote coins such as Dogecoin. He's already being held in Spain on tax evasion charges. But uh, this is, uh, adds, of course, to his woes. The London Stock Exchange listed crypto mining company Argo have also announced that they're going to start paying their CEO, Peter Wall, in Bitcoin. This is the first public company CEO to do this. So it'll be interesting to see if other companies start to follow suit. The Ethereum network is on track to settle $1.6 trillion this quarter. In the last 12 months, it settled just $2.1 trillion in transactions. So we can see that there's been a huge growth in usage of the network during this period. This number is actually based on the amount of Ether that's being transferred, their cryptocurrency, and also the stable coins that run on top, it, on top of it, such as Circles, USDC, and DAI. Additionally, EIP-1559 that I discussed last week, it has now been given the green light by the Ethereum community for July, which will increase the value of the Ether for holders of Ether cryptocurrency. Currently, the actual crypto, when new blocks are created and transactions are created on the network, the, the, the actual fees associated that go to miners. What's going to start happening is that these fees are going to the, the majority of these fees will be burned, which will inc will result in a more consistent transaction fee for users. But it will also mean that with, with these fees being burned, that the actual value of the remaining Ether in the network goes up for holders. Amazon have also announced their general availability of Ethereum on the Amazon managed blockchain. 
Amazon Managed Blockchain was first launched over two years ago where they supported Hyperledger Fabric deployed blockchains. And this support now for Ethereum enables anyone to use Amazon's web service platform to actually spin up Ethereum nodes. ING have also published a paper on the considerations for managing DLT networks. We spoke last week about HSBC using Google's cloud to make it easier for their clients to onboard onto their blockchain platform. Again, this paper is testament to the importance of this for enterprises, given the, the challenges that they face with these blockchain networks. The paper itself has nine core considerations. And then these include looking at what the existing projects are that you currently have using the technology, what the broader strategy is, and then as well, vendor and employee lock-in associated with the different platforms and, of course, the overall cost. JP Morgan have also released a survey of almost 3,500 institutional investors that they, they created. And that shows that the majority of them do not plan to invest in or trade in cryptocurrencies. However, 58% of those surveyed did say that cryptocurrencies were here to stay. They also recently announced that they'd taken blockchain into space with a proof of concept where they made blockchain payments between satellites. The car maker VW have also announced a partnership with the Energy Web Foundation. The intent here is for VW and the Energy Web to actually work together to integrate the Energy Web's decentralized operating system into VW's existing electric car charging software. It's been a challenging week for some people in DeFi this week with the Meerkat DeFi project having 31 million drained uh, from the actual platform. It is alleged this was from a hack. However, uh, shortly after this was announced on the group's Telegram channel, the websites for the project and the Twitter accounts vanished. Um, however, there, there might be some light at the end of the tunnel uh, on a Telegram channel during the last day. There's been a developer saying that this was all just a test and they plan to give the funds back. Who knows? But again, it reiterates some of the risks associated with these recently launched uh, DeFi projects. Continuing into NFTs, where we heard earlier about Jack Dorsey and auctioning off uh, his, his tweet as an NFT, uh, the Musician Threelau set a new NFT auction record and they managed to lock in 11.6 million in NFT sales for 33 NFTs that he listed. It looked like the total was going to get around about 1 million for this. However, within the actual auction itself, they'd set it up so that if a bid is received before the end of the auction, then the auction extends by another three minutes. And this then started, kept on happening and happening again uh, over 40 times. And ultimately, the bidding managed to get, get up to this point with uh, the, the highest um, grossing NFT going for 3.6 million. The winning bidders, they all received digital downloads and uh, physical vinyl copies of some of the artist's records. Um, but then also the one who paid for the most expensive one got some additional things such as platinum plated vinyls. Um, and additionally, un unreleased uh, music from the musician. Three Lau is not the only musician getting in on the NFT act. The, the well-known band, the, the Kings of Leon as well, they're releasing a special edition of their new album as an NFT with perks for the token holders who actually buy the NFTs. It includes like a digital version of the album as well as a physical vinyl one and a, a limited edition moving album cover. They're also going to be having some very limited uh, NFTs as well, which uh, provide similar sort of things, but each of them is a one-off and they come with concert tickets too. The DeFi lender Aave as well, they've decided to get on the in on the NFT act and they actually launched their Avagotchis, uh, which managed to sell out in 
under one minute uh, as their NFT euphoria continues. So these Avagotchis are based on the Tamagotchis, which some of you may remember as the craze that emerged out of Japan, Japan uh, a few, well, a number of years back. And now they've they've really sort of taken that to heart and created these, these cute little, uh, I guess, di digital pets, but they, they live on top of a, uh, as, as a blockchain as NFTs. So we'll see if uh, more uh, projects decide to sort of you know, create these side projects too. And then finally, the, the artist Beeple with his uh, NFT that is being listed on Christie's, the, the auctioneer's website, that's currently at $3.75 million. Uh, it's got less than a week to run now. So we'll see, we'll see that where that finishes up next week. In terms of the crypto market indicators, the crypto market cap is up almost 15% at $1.6 trillion. The assets locked in DeFi are up 12.5% at almost 40 billion. And finally, the NFT volume over the last seven days was 42 million with an average price per sale of just over 1,000 USD. That's all for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes on our website, weekinblockchain.com. We're also hosting a weekly clubhouse room every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT. If you'd like to discuss any of the items we cover here. That's all for this week and I'll see you next week.